Welcome to The Pemberley Podcast, a podcast where we discuss modern-day Jane Austen adaptations. Now covering Emma Approved, I'm Jillian Davis. I'm Yolanda Rodriguez. Keep up with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Pemberley. You can help support our running costs on patreon.com slash thepemberley. And if you have any questions or comments, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Costume Theater. This week, we're going to cover the Emma-approved Q&A episodes, which there are six of them. And in case you didn't watch them, the Q&A episodes were an opportunity for the characters of Emma-approved to connect with the audience by answering questions about life, fashion, dating, businessy stuff, and uh, more. So uh, we get a little more insight into each character since different characters um, are in each Q&A episode. Yes. So we just want to go over the little little tidbits that we learn about each character in some of these episodes. Right. And there are six Q&A episodes total. So mm-hmm. kind of like the Frank and Jane series. They're nice little bite-sized pieces of information just about everyone. Yeah. Luckily, the good people of Emma Approved asked personal questions. Mm-hmm. So it's not yeah. just like, it's not like, oh, how do I uh, ask this guy out? It's like, what's your favorite movie, Nightly? <laughs> yeah. yeah. In this first Q&A, that's Emma. Uh, we learned some very interesting information, actually. Very, very important. Yeah. The fact that there was a blog post um, that's that we can link to. In this blog post, she focuses on three women who took a simple idea and turned it into an inspirational success story. So she uh, talks about Sophia Amoruso. She talks about Susan Gregg Coger. And she talks about Lizzie Bennett. Lizzie oh. Bennett, small time vlogger who took just these simple vlogs and made it into something way bigger, even spinning it into her own company. Mm-hmm. Um, so then someone asks the question if she knows Lizzie Bennett, and she doesn't. But they run in the same circles. Yeah, so or they she, could meet. She knows about her. She knows about her. So worlds collide a little bit, the fact that Lizzie Bennett's name is mentioned. I feel like the multiverses touch. Yeah. They oh, don't yeah. overlap. They, they touch. Yep. <laughs> Just for a second. <laughs> I use the word multiverse correctly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What else? And episode two, this was Harry and Alex. Uh, we always hear about the fact that Alex is always covering for Emma at this point because she was always avoiding getting lunch with Maddie. Mm-hmm. And we actually see a little bit of a conversation between Alex and Maddie. We don't hear Maddie as much, but it's just funny that he keeps having to cover for her and this is like him doing that. Yeah. And we also learn what his favorite movies are. Yeah. Which I do love that he has uh, the same favorite movies as like your average six-year-old man. Yeah. And I say that because my dad loves all these movies. It's The Godfather, Into the Wild, and The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Expected. That's just really. your classic, oh, it's TCM. Yeah. Tune everything else out. Yeah. <laughs> we also find out he's a dog person and he is very anti-office romance controversial opinion yeah because someone is like what do you think about office inner office romance and he's like oh it's a bad idea i wouldn't do it and yeah. i'm like mm. like well i mean all of us were like mm. sure if the situation should arise for sure. you nightly, though, would you <laughs> uh and if this opinion is inconvenient for you uh what do you think <laughs> yeah um i really like in episode three or the q a number three Someone asks, like, you know, you and Emma differ on a lot of things. Why do you still work with her? Mm-hmm. And he's like, Emma is, uh, she does make some decisions that I don't agree with. 
but she is very good at what she does. She thinks in a very unique way, and that's why I'm in business with her, because it makes life more exciting. <laughs> uh, this one was just Alex, so he gets more of like those direct questions about mm-hmm. business stuff. Mm-hmm. Then he's asked about, what is it? The co- his cookie or brownie preference. And with or without milk. Milk, yeah. And he made the same decision I would, which is chocolate chip cookies with milk. Yeah. And then he goes and he gets chocolate chip cookies and milk. And, okay, this doesn't matter, but it's something I noticed and I want everyone else to know about it. So there's two cookies on the plate. One of them had a bite taken out. And then he picks up the new cookie and he takes a bite out of it. And I'm like, Alex Knightley, why don't you finish the cookie you started? I'm sure it was like a different take. I'm sure it was a different take. I know, like, production reasons. I'm sure it was like a different take and they just try to hide that cookie. But, you know, we could see it. So I wanted to point out that it doesn't matter, but I know. (laughs) Then he says that he's currently reading this book called The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell. And I just got like the little synopsis of it. The tipping point is that magic moment when when an idea, trend, or social behavior crosses a threshold, tips, and spreads like wildfire. Mm. Um, So kind of that. The spark really that can like lead into something more. Very Alex Knightley approved Mm -hmm. reads. Mm -hmm. And then uh, in... Q&A 4, we get Harriet as our mediator, mm-hmm. and uh, we find out that she is a Hufflepuff, mm-hmm. which no, actually- No surprise there. No, no surprise, which actually I wanted to go through and see what the other characters are. Oh. I mean- Is Ni- Emma a Slytherin? I think she is. Yeah. I think, yeah, she's fully a Slytherin. Fully 100% Slytherin. <laughs> yeah. I just think because uh, also Lin Manuel Miranda is a is a Slytherin too, and he mm-hmm. like fully accepts and knows that, mm-hmm. and he seems like someone who's like so nice and bubbly and wonderful, mm-hmm. but actually he's like got all these ambitions and stuff. So I mean, you don't. <laughs> I, I feel like probably Hamilton is just him, and yeah. it's all about this like oh like you know it's an underdog story, but then he like yeah. has all these like he gets too big for his own britches kind yeah, of story, yeah, and then yeah. he you know dies. <laughs> <laughs> gets murdered sometimes the idea is like slytherins aren't can't be nice people or aren't like these like are like caroline you know are like overtly evil (laughs) or like malfoy and voldemort you know like in slytherin's defense they don't have like the best pr track no no, because it's like a lot of people who wear black a lot of people who hate their lives just kind of saying i hate this and i'm gonna be a slytherin (laughs) they don't i i feel like I want to see the Harry Potter movie with happy Slytherins, with people who like do community service and they're like nice <laughs> people and they're Slytherin. Like, you know? We're trying, but we got this guy who's like not the best poster child for us. So. I, I want to help make like a good PR campaign for Slytherins. That'd be a funny short film. I mean, think about it. Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone. He's sitting there, 11 years old, sorting hat on, doesn't know anything about the magical world. All he knows is not Slytherin. That's all he knows. I know. I think it could have been a very different story if Slytherin had had like a crack team of PR people. (laughs) They weren't concerned about it. They weren't concerned. Mm -mm. They should have been. Knightley, would he be... Would he be Ravenclaw or? I go back and forth between Ravenclaw and Gryffindor. Yeah. Because he does have like that good guy heart of gold. Yeah. He's like too sharp to be like Hufflepuff. Not like in an intelligence way, but I just feel like he's Maybe not... he is Gryffindor that would make Jane Ravenclaw. Jane is... I can see her as a Ravenclaw. Because they do align a little bit. But then she's also very noble too in everything she does. <sighs> she is very noble. She does yeah. kind of have like the heart of a lion if you yeah. think about it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like she's kind of Gryffindor. Yeah, I think they would kind of fall more there. Like she falls on her sword for... She does. Like 
it, even if it crushes her ambitions, like yeah. she's like, this is not right. So I will not move forward with this decision, you know? Yeah. All right. She's hardcore. The more I think about him, like, oh, you're yeah, a Gryffindor. Yeah, Gryffindor. Yeah. And then Frank. I feel like he's a Slytherin. Slytherin? Yeah. He's like an so. actual snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, not yeah. even a Slytherin thing. He's an actual snake. Yeah. Elton would be a secret. He would think he's a Gryffindor, but he's a Slytherin, I think. Yeah. Too. I feel like there's a lot of Slytherins in Emma. There are. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Maddie. Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Same. Yeah. With, with Harriet, they'd be making jams together. <laughs> yeah. This is a nice life. Annie. Annie's a little tougher. I mean, I feel like from what I know, I get Huffle, Hufflepuff vibes. She's got, yeah. She's very, I mean, she, she works hard too. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. I feel like everyone in that is kind of like a hardworking type, you know? Yeah. 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 But it's more like she has, she's more of a family person yeah. than a career person. And yeah, she definitely. like goes out of her way for her friends and she's very thoughtful. So it's like stuff like that where I'm like, you're giving me Hufflepuff vibes. And be more, would he be Hufflepuff? He does. He's like a pillow, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like, yes. It's very funny to me that the Hufflepuff mascot is a honey badger. Because yeah. honey badgers are like violent you know i feel like no one's yeah. ever like talked about a honey badger like it's a cute animal sure. they're always like you're as vicious as a honey badger you know <laughs> so yeah, i think that covers everyone yeah i mean mm-hmm. ryan and weston but we don't really don't, we don't really know much about him who, who's to say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i also love that harriet is also like like nightly she's also 80 years old based on her pop culture references yeah. because they're like so someone asked her like oh what's a great Broadway song to cheer you up and she chooses Put On A Happy Face from Bye Bye Birdie which I believe is like so old it's not even on Broadway it's just an old movie and there's only one movie and like that's everyone's interpretation of Bye Bye Birdie that's why she's like well technically it wasn't on Broadway but it was a movie and da 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 and I'm like alright you know a lot of everyone loves Dick Van Dyke and I'm like that sentence And then they're like, what power do you wish you had? And she's like, I wish I could wiggle my nose and make things happen. Like the show Bewitched from when my mo- like the 60s. Yeah. Just, I'm just throwing that out her there. Her references are, are a little older. Yeah. A little older. I just wanted, I, I love her for that because I can be the same way. But I would never make a Bewitched joke. No. Because no one would no one know would what it. I'm talking about. You would have to explain it. And then it's like, now it's awkward because I had to explain this. And now. I, I mean, but yeah. it's interesting because like that, it's not a joke joke it's a line it made it into the show yeah so clearly what are the right who, who wrote this one this Bernie? one actually didn't have a it didn't, oh, it didn't have, have a writer, writer credited so, so i don't know who wrote it someone wrote it and then they were like yep the emma approved audience knows what bewitched is yeah. and here here we are you yeah. know yeah yeah, just to point out, these all these Q and A episodes do have different writers. So, yep. Tracy Bitteroff has written a couple. Kate Rorick wrote one, and then Barney Sue wrote a couple too. So, I do like that there's, there's yeah. different writer voices to these. Yeah, well, and, and like different characters are yeah. also introducing them, which I like as Definitely. well. Definitely. And the Q and A five. This one's Frank and Harriet, which mm-hmm. we don't see them as like a couple. Yeah, we don't see them matched up on screen. Another um, old TV show reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the question comes up to Frank about I, what he looks for in an ideal partner. And he addresses it more like in relationships and in business. Find someone who compliments you and can do the things you can't. So I agree like- with him, but it's kind of looking at like, oh, so maybe Emma is not his ideal match because no. they're so similar. Yeah, definitely. A couple of Slytherins, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> question comes up about Froyo, Frank's gets excited about it and then it's like let's go right now yeah and harriet's like i have work to do and he's like nope 
Froyo time. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> it's very Frank thing. Yeah. Like, what's that? What are you? What's that? Put that down. Let's get Froyo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the last one is all yeah. is Frank and Jane, written by Bernie. Yeah. This starts off pretty freaking cute. Yeah. I'm in a very anti-Frank place right now because we just talked about Box Hill. But it's when I see videos like this where I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get why she let him in as much as she let him in. Yeah. I guess this is like the first... Like it's not really main episode, but we see outside of their Frank and Jane series, mm-hmm. we see them together and get a lot of their cute moments in this episode. He kind of crawls in almost like asking for a kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that someone asks about Jane's best memory from living in London. And she just says like, oh, I loved it. And I loved running along uh, the South Bank. And Frank is like, any other? Any, that's it? That's, that's all you got? You were in London and you liked the running? And nothing else you want to mention? No, <laughs> Nobody else you want to yeah. mention? Because so, they met in London, right? I think so. I or like came to there. know each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where they really got to know each other. Uh, but it's funny that, you know, she, of course, she's very aware of the fact that she's on camera. She's a very private person. She doesn't want to say it. But Frank's like trying to get her to say it and admit that he was also a favorite part of her stay there. Mm-hmm. Also, the question about what's it like ride-sharing with Knightley, and she was like, it was great. And Frank asks, so uh, how was it great? (laughs) (laughs) Jealous. Jealous Frank. Jealous Jealous Churchill. Yeah. They've got like this little mini coffee versus tea debate. I did enjoy that one because both points are valid. Yeah. (laughs) Jane loves tea. Frank loves coffee. And clearly like you can tell that off screen they've had this talk and debate before because Mm -hmm. of the fact that Jane mimes along to something that Frank says. Well, because he's like tea is just hot flavored water. And she's like, so is coffee (laughs) um and then what does he say coffee is bold coffee is exciting and she like mimes what he says yeah it's very funny and the last question that uh doesn't get asked is what do you look for in a and we it kind of gets cut cut off and jane takes the card out of his hand and rips it up (laughs) and tosses it away dramatic moment yeah so she doesn't want to go into because she knows what Frank would do with that question if he mm-hmm. asks or that she asks that, um, that he would go into like, I look for this and this and exactly describe Jane. And she'd be like, OK, calm down. We're on camera. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, yeah, just more little insights into our favorite characters. Yeah, and it, it didn't um, take long to watch at all. Six no. episodes. All of them were like well under four minutes. Yeah, yeah. So more fun stuff. Bonus material. Check it out. This episode has been... Pemberley Podcast Approved. approved.